Good morning. I love starting out with some rock music. How about yeah, you? That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's a good way. It's a great way to start with rock music. Welcome to our viewers and our listeners to Coffee Time with Marie Torres SCPA. If you are returning to the show, welcome back. If you're new, give us a thumbs up or hands up in the comments so we, we know you are new and we welcome you with open arms. Uh, go ahead and subscribe, like, and uh, my channel, the, 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 whichever channel or page you are watching on. Uh, we are going live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, YouTube. So go ahead and make sure that you are also clicking the bell button to make sure you, you get the, the heads up when we are going live. I am your host, Marie Turusian. I'm a CFO, auditor, a certified public accountant, and a chartered global management accountant. Um, I use my proprietary, proprietary and registered methodology, Valuation MT, to help businesses that reach their first million to 10x their profits. Um, I am actually working on an e-course right now based on this methodology, and I'm going to make that available to you very, very soon. So if you want to be on the waiting list, make sure to go on www.com theprofitlab.biz, and then submit your information. Let me know that you want to be on that waiting list. So it should be available soon. Um, I'm also a Grant Cardone licensee, and, I use, and, and I'm able to use his materials to facilitate and coach on sales, marketing, and finance, and mindset. So uh, additionally, I, I've also authored a couple of books, The Complete Guide to Business Growth, and a business owner's guide to operational accounting. You can also get those books uh, on the, the www.theprofitlab.biz/shop. Uh, those are also available to you. And just, of course, a reminder to everyone: I am doing so many webinars. Uh, I've already done two wonderful webinars. Great turnout, uh, and I have two more coming up: uh, July 6 and July 13. These are free webinars to you. Uh, one of them is going to be on what is a CRM system and how can you use it in your firm or company? Uh, and the other one is going to be uh, the 10 biggest mistakes in following up, following up with your prospects. And that's what it is. So that's going to be great. Make sure, again, you can go to www.theprofitlab.biz slash events tab and you'll be able to sign up to any other webinars. So love to see you there. So with that, I want to welcome my featured guest and my tax colleague, Pedro Gonzalez CPA. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Pedro Gonzalez, a CPA business and tax strategist. Uh, we're here to help you in uh, many ways uh, uh, with uh, your cash flow. As I've said many times, cash flow is the lifeblood of all businesses, regardless of size and industry. Uh, taxation, taxation is a, it, it, you know, it erodes wealth. And with uh, today's economy, uh, you know, if you're looking for a good uh, stimulus uh, check, do some tax planning. Tax planning mm -hmm. will provide you an immediate infusion of uh, needed cash flow for your business. And then exit strategies. I mean, all of us will exit. It just kind of depends on how we're going to exit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And today, guys, we have super awesome information for you. But before we get there, I want to, again, as always, want to give you a heads up on some of the things we've talked about in the past and some of, and, and, 
as always, we love talking about things that will help self-employed individuals or your small business owners. It's really where we want to help everyone. So you can go back and check out some of the episodes where we talked about self-employment related taxes, due dates. We talked about tax planning, talked about financial analysis, cutting costs, uh, increasing revenues. We've talked about employee tax retention credits. We've talked about personal development, discipline, mindset. We talked about IRS audits versus financial audits. We've even talked about, you know, business planning and how some of uh, some investors actually enter entering the U.S. using uh, our business plans and projections. So uh, get to know those requirements if you are thinking of coming to the U.S. as an investor. So go back and check out those uh, episodes. Um, la last week, actually, uh, we talked about how to use a business plan to uh, help you during the recession to make sure your business withstands the recession and, and most possibly even grow during, during the recession. So, and during that show last week, Pedro, we talked a little bit about inventory. Mm -hmm. And this is a big area yep. when it comes to accounting for inventory, for managing inventory, yep. it's a really huge area and people mess it up all the time, right? And uh, so with that, by the way, guys, like literally after the show last week, I I, I, I left a note for a perfect, like, what about we talked about inventory management? Yeah. I mean, we didn't finalize it until you know yesterday, but you know, we figured this would be a really great conversation. So Pedro agreed. So Pedro, you are my guest, so I, I will always you know uh, you know allow you to to take on uh, you know explaining this first. So could you please give us an overall as to what inventory management means in general when a business is is handling a lot of products, a lot yeah. of merchandise? So. What does inventory management mean? <laughs> it's a very good question, uh, Marie. The inventory <laughs> management, I think, uh, you know, as the, the term, uh, you know, is simply the, the, the not only the purchasing, uh, but also the whole cycle from the point mm -hmm. of, you know, and here comes uh, the the cash flow. Yeah, I mean, because remember, if you start with, you know, let's say you start with $1,000, just to keep it very mm -hmm. simple. You know, so now right now, right now you have a thousand dollars sitting in your bank, and you were to take that a thousand dollars and buy uh, products, uh, widgets that you're gonna sell. Now you have a thousand dollars worth of inventory. That's your cost, and then you have to sell it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's that cycle of cash flow <clears throat> to inventory, from inventory, then the counting of that. So then I know what my products are the type the the each type that i have and then the selling of that so then it comes back into cash flow again into liquidity so that that's it it's more than just simply you know the buy and selling but it's also the accounting of those products the warehousing you know all of those right. that affects uh, your inventory your cost and uh, remember the the you know the inventory it is it's, it's you're converting liquidity into something uh tangible that you're gonna right. then sell so then it's the protection of that asset what are you doing to 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 protect it from theft from spoilage uh you know so right. this you know is is it encompass a lot of other aspects and not only accounting but also the protection and say way you know we look we talk about uh, cash management Mm -hmm. Now here, because again, it's another class asset class here. We're talking is what are you doing to, you know, from the point that 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 inventory enters into, let's say, for example, your warehouse, 
right. the receiving of that and then the selling of that product now eventually when it, it leaves your warehouse and anything in between those two points is what will be your inventory management right absolutely absolutely so it basically takes into consideration all of the from the timing of procurement from management and then controlling the levels and right. uh and everything in between so um so one of the reasons that uh you want to pay attention to to you know inventory or managing your inventory is to make sure that let's say you are purchasing at a at an affordable cost and then mm -hmm. you're able to have enough inventory to make sure your customers when they place an order that, that you have enough of that inventory um and then um you know you are selling it at a profit you know profitably uh and of course you're delivering at a at a, at a proper speed right so it's all part of that uh managing the inventory correct Correct. And, you know, the, the, like you touched up, and especially in today's environment, you know, when you have inflation, uh, the management of, uh, of, you know, and then we were, we've been talking about supply chain uh, disruptions. Yes. <laughs> you know, you have to now do forecasting because, again, you got to look not only what you have on, on hand, but then my demand. So how do I manage that? So then I'm getting the supplies. Uh, if it's going to be delayed, then when do I need to start ordering? Even right. though I might, you know, you might have to order ahead of time, even though right now I still have enough under other circumstances. But because of the environment that we're in, I might have to start placing the order, let's say, for today, because it's going to take instead of the normal 30 days, it's going to take 60 days. Right. So I have to look at my inventory today and say, OK, well, you know, my projector, my forecast of this, is it going to last, I don't know, let's say 90 days. Okay, so I need to start ordering now. So by the time Correct. this is start depleting, I, my new shipment is coming in. And so I maintain my, my cash flow going in a healthy manner. And then I am not disrupted by other factors uh, outside. Well, at least right. mitigate it. You know what I mean? At least mitigate right. it, bring it to a level that is more acceptable. Right, definitely, and and this is where you know, uh, if if business owner is actually tracking this, year, you know, month to month, year over year, they start you know building you know that forecasting or, or tracking is going to build a confidence level where they know if something you know is happening in the economy or something you know disruptive happens, they they know what type of actions to take, right? right. So if they're just randomly ordering as let's say if a customer places an order and you just go on Amazon, just order a bunch of products to sell it. And now those are not available. Mm -hmm. There is no planning, right? It's just like just randomly ordering versus if you are tracking, okay, certain products are available during this time, or since there's a seasonality to it, if all, if all of those stuff are planned accordingly, then, then you'll know, okay, these certain products, I need to have this amount, uh, you know, in inventory at a specific times of year, so that I'm always, it's always available uh, because, you know, people usually order it during these times. So it all has a lot of like a, a analytics behind it that a mm -hmm. business owner should keep. Yeah. No, agreed. Uh, in talking about the, uh, the accounting aspect of this, you know, you have to have a, a good record keeping. Uh, and, you know, one of the mistakes I see uh, some uh, business owners making with the inventory is, you know, is the lack of documentation behind the, the inventory. They might know that they have, you know, if you were to ask them how much you have in inventory, assuming that they have an idea, because sometimes the answer is, uh, I don't know. I mean, I buy and I sell. 
Right, right. They're assessing they have, everything, maybe. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> but assuming that they have at least a, a number, then is uh, the mistake is uh, you know one keeping a manual uh, inventory in today's environment. There's a, there's so many uh, good solid apps that can help you. Yes. Uh, uh, manage this inventory, and then uh, not having a proper segregation of, of the type. You know, what I mean, the, you know, one is the global number. When you look at your balance sheet, is right. inventory, right? But right. we know that underneath of that, there's different types or classes, or or you know, depending on what you're yes. selling. You know what I mean? So you know, not having that very clear, and then comes into the the cost of all the different items. So then, when you're selling. I know what I'm selling at what price, which product generates my 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 largest return. Yes. And the only way to do that is to establish that at the beginning. So then you have not just purchases, you know what I mean? And I know yes. well in total, you might show profit, meaning, you know, when you're looking at your revenues, money, your cost of goods sold, and you're saying, Well, my gross profit, I have gross profit marine, you know, so I must be doing well. Well, in, right. in general, you know what I mean? But if we were to analyze this, you actually have some uh, uh, items in here that actually you're losing money. Right. And so the only way is by that, how, how do you uh, keeping track of your inventory in a way that can allow you to, to do that? And that's gonna help you in the management decision. Again, I keep bringing up the, the today's environment, you know what I mean? Because in the situation that we're in, you know, you have to minimize is those potential losses when the economy or the, or the business is moving, 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 you probably don't feel it. But right. when the things are slowing down, that's when you're going to feel the, the impact on your cash flow. Yeah, I mean, which inventory is stale, old, uh, sitting in there, and you don't right. realize it because other items are moving. You know what I mean? So then you see cash flows, but you, you don't realize unless you're going through your inventory analysis and you realize oopsie daisy you know what I, mean? I bought this item it's not moving it's sitting there it's stale so right. what do you do you got to make a decision i need to convert this into liquidity and again cash flow cash flow is lifeblood so i need to bring it back into liquidity yes i absolutely agree with you absolutely and then something you 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 mentioned is that and, and what happens is when most most business owners start you know and maybe i'll clarify slightly here is that they'll use cash basis accounting and where they're just like recording as soon as they purchase inventory they just expense it right away to cost of goods sold but they haven't really sold it yet maybe not all of it sure. so they don't have the revenue so there's a, a discrepancy that happens also when you're analyzing maybe not all of the inventory is sold but then they're expensing everything so now they can't even make heads or tails as to why they're not making money possibly uh, because it's not being recorded in, in matching, you know, what they sold with what they, they actually, you know, made revenue on. Mm -hmm. So by doing what you're saying is that, um, you know, we, you know, by, by reporting each and every inventory, what they purchased, what they sold, then they're going to be able to match exactly, uh, you know, the revenues generated by the items sold versus the, the, the ones not sold. So there's so much analysis involved in so many uh, different ways that could show the profitability of the uh, the business by recording it in a in a proper manner. Um, and as we talk about you know how to record it or report it, so I know like from an accounting standpoint, you know, without going into so much details, because I know business owners may actually get a little bit afraid of it, but uh, just to say very overall, like there's just you know three different ways that. Uh, you know, uh, 
we can we account for inventory, right? There's a first in, first out. Mm-hmm. There's a last in, first out. Mm-hmm. And then there's weighted average. So that's just kind of like high level, give an example without doing numbers, just an example of the idea, just so business owners that are listening can get an idea of what it means. And they could, that way they can ask their bookkeeper or accountant or they can call us to kind of clarify more on their specific situation. So can you walk us yeah. through that? Well, yeah, the 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 most common are going to be the, the, the last in uh, the life one FIFO, last in, uh, first out, yes. first in, first out. And in when you know when you look at you know it basically what it means is which which cost I'm gonna remove out of inventory uh first the the first items that I bought or the last items that I bought. So first in the first items that came in, those are the costs that are gonna go out. You gotta understand that you know can you let's just call it widgets. I mean all I have is widgets. Sure. Okay, so, and let's assume that I only have one cloud. That's all I do. But what is happening is it you know I'm, I'm buying and selling. So if if uh, to properly allocate or, or how I'm going to start removing, then I need to decide. And this is, again, when the, the accounting comes so critical, because then, you know, if I'm going to use last in uh, or first in, first out. So that means that I have to know the batch number one that I bought. That's right. what, you know, first. And then I bought if in, in, a second batch, but I still have items from my first batch. Right. You know what I mean? So that's when, you know, uh, I'm going to continue removing my first until it's completely gone. Correct. Going into, you know, what I'm calling my second batch and so and, and on and on. You know what I mean? So until I finish my first, those are the first costs I'm going to go out. Right. The opposite, the last 10 is the opposite. You know what I mean? Whatever's coming last is the first cost I'm going to dispose until I don't have anything else and then continue until I get to my oldest. Uh, the the average is, is just that it's, it's an average costing yeah, between uh, right. all of my purchases, and that's what I'm going to start removing. It's an average between all my purchases that are coming in and out, and 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 that you come up with that weighted average of, and, and this is the cost. Is is it is a way of cost management of how I'm going to allocate or remove from my inventory and move it into the uh, cost of goods sold. Right. And then, like you were saying, the proper matching. Yeah. Because uh, the mistake is that when we go and, you know, buy the inventory, and again, the $1,000, I mean, if I don't have it, I put a $1,000 in cost. And let's say I only have sales of 100 and my, my, my cost of uh, my gross profit is going to show a loss of $900. It's distorted. Right. Yeah. Cash flow wise, yes. I mean, but that, that at this moment is an asset, it's still not an expense. And this is again what a lot of times that people need to understand is that at the moment of the expenditure, is not is not a, an outflow into the as an expense, but instead is a uh, is an asset that then I'm gonna start selling. So it, right. it helps in the proper matching uh, of the accounting, and it's gonna make it also more consistent when you're using these right. systems. It will be easier to analyze to your true performance of your business. Yes, absolutely. And and this is just to kind of uh, expand on this a little bit is that, you know, I want business owners that are, you know, watching right now and listening um, to think about this is we're not we're not talking one one product. We're thinking if you have think about it when you have 10 products, 20, hundreds. So if you're doing the accounting, 
this is becoming where a manual process of recording, reporting, expensing from your inventory can become so complicated that this is where you know softwares could actually make it a little bit easy to manage the inventory costing process and make sure everything is reported correctly. So yeah. um, you know, think of all the different ways uh, you know that that could be done. But then you know, this is not if you're going to do it for one product. Imagine doing it for hundreds of products. So. Uh, this is where it's uh, really important that you have a specific person uh, focusing on analyzing and, and making sure uh, the cost is being recorded correctly. Um, okay, so kind of a little bit exp ex extending towards more of what are some of the processes? And this is part of inventory management. Like, What are some of the things that they could do as business owners for quality control? And this is something that we, we usually kind of help them with you know, writing up policies as it relates to inventory management. It's like quality control procedures, like when they actually receive a shipment, for example. Yeah, the, you know, when the whole process of the, the management, you know, receiving is a, a an area that, again, you know, the whole process is important, but the receiving, the counting, you know, in having a, in uh, the storage of, of those items as is received, you know, one of the areas that, you know, sometimes, uh, especially the small business that will fail is they, they receive a, a shipment and they put it into storage if without having, for example, that, that so there should be a proper, you know, between the, the PO that comes uh, uh, matching with what was ordered versus what was received. And you know, so that's, a, you know, there has to be a, a process of matching instead of immediately taking that box and just put it into one of the shelves. <laughs> right. you no, know, but, you know, but that, that happens I mean, because it, mistakes are made. It could be that not necessarily a mistake, but there was a correction made, but you don't know right. that until you actually uh, look at the, 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 the receiving document that, the, that comes with the label that comes and what exactly you're receiving versus what's exactly what's ordered. And then any discrepancy needs to be no, uh, noted immediately. So then uh, you can contact your vendor if there's a mistake or if there's a correction, those, those notations can be made. Because yes. uh, you know there's another aspect of this, uh, which uh, it, it ties into the inventory, which is the payable part, but that's for another day. Correct. Yes, that's a different story. So, but here, my, my and this is great information because I wanna you know make sure uh, listeners, our listeners and our and our viewers, uh, make sure you to create a policy uh, about you know inventory management. And this is part of the things that you would put put a, put a, a section on in your policies to sure. let your employees know what they should do. What is the process of matching the three way, the purchase order, the receiving order, and then the invoice to make sure everything is actually mass you know matching before they actually put it in the on the shelves. Mm -hmm. um, so. Uh, you should have a policy about the the quality control upon receiving the merchandise you have you have ordered. So, uh, okay. So another area that we kind of cover as well is that in certain situations, you know, business owners like to send like samples from their products to possible prospects, you know, because they want the the prospect to have a touch and feel before they place an order. So, um, so this is an area that they should really make sure to account for it properly. So mm -hmm. what are the recommendations uh, in this area? Well, the like everything else is uh, the documentation of this. I mean, they, they should be separated, should not be counted uh, as a sale, but they should be okay. having a, a separate line item in, in your accounting on your on your general mm -hmm. ledger. A, a good accountant will, will, will notate that, but again, you, you, the, 
they has to be, have a clear system in house because yeah. you can I can be sending samples I don't, I, I don't tell you exactly then, uh, all of a sudden you ask okay Pedro what is the inventory well it went down but then yes. it was not through sales yes it's through marketing it's part of your marketing it's part of your your you know it, it, it will it's a cost <laughs> but it's not a cost of sale you know what I mean exactly. sale per se but you know so you have to separate it so then you really understand what is happening there should be also a control of samples you know, yes. because, uh, you know you have to have you know the value of the samples uh how you know you gotta manage it because the whole point of samples is to generate revenues you know what i mean you cannot be just sending samples and uh yeah. going everywhere yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. It's, so, it's so funny you mentioned that because um I, I was working on a project for for a client this was a few years ago and this is exactly how i found out that there was a sample so i was writing up policies for them and inventory management was, was one of the policies and as i'm interviewing the people you know i'm working in there because you know you know i'm getting inventory listing you know and here's the balance and okay great so we can adjust the balance but um so after discussions and i someone mentioned something about sending samples and i'm and i'm looking at the pnl and there's like there's no line item for samples i'm like right. so where do you guys right. report the samples and like oh it's just being adjusted i'm like uh no, yeah, it's yeah. so funny you mentioned that, and that's that was a whole section that we I had to create a whole section on how to request for the sample, how to submit the sample request to accounting, and then that way, uh, you know, accounting will know that when the inventory is uh, listing is set out, there's only a section that these were the ones that were sent out as samples and the cost of it because we wanted to make sure you know it was captured properly. So again. Yeah, yeah recommendation to our viewers uh, you know our, our listeners is that make a policy to your employees how do they request samples how do they get that information to your accounting team or your bookkeeper or your accountant whoever is doing your accounting um, and that way you have a separate line on your line item on your profit and loss statement showing samples sent as a marketing expense not a sale expense because <laughs> you're not selling them yet. it's a marketing expense yeah and and you know now talking about the the this whole area of adjustments to inventory you know it that's why it's so important to manage the inventory because not yes. you know the inventory is reduced by sales the sale we talked about marketing like uh samples but it also is affected by spoilage theft yes uh, and point. so the reductions that's why it's in, uh, important to truly uh, you know understand analyze this because otherwise people assume well throw into gossip because of good soul but it yeah. distorts the, the sales numbers you know what i mean right because then it, it just a, a distortion and you're not really understanding why for example theft items if things are dis disappearing from your store uh through theft then it's not hitting your cash flow. It's, it's killing your your liquidity. So you're assuming that well, it, it was sold, but it wasn't. I mean, you're you're, yeah. you're somehow you're looking at your inventory. Well, now somehow Marie now it used to be a thousand items. Now it's nine hundred items. Well, it has to be sales a hundred a hundred items times so whatever. Let's assume an average costing. <laughs> so here, Marie, here's my inventory uh, count. And unless I tell you otherwise, well, okay, so cost of goods sold. But then you start looking at the numbers and it's not making sense. I mean, why yeah. all of a sudden 
your gross profit is shrinking. Exactly. Because exactly. I'm not selling it. it. It's actually going through, you know, they're disappearing. I mean, out of my store. Mm-hmm. But the only way is to truly look at your sales orders. And then you'll know what exactly I'm selling. If it's not through that process, then something mm-hmm. else is happening. But you only find that out is through, you know, uh, through reviewing your 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 system, you know, analyzing and and you know and and you can do spot checks even for small businesses. You know, I know larger right. corporations will do more frequent spot checks, but you as a, a small business owner, like right now, we're hitting uh, June thirtieth. Today's right. a good day. Do a, a physical count. Uh, you know, go through yes. your inventory as a mid-year inventory process. You know what I mean? And it's not gonna. It's not doesn't take as long as you probably think. I mean, you know, oh my God, inventory. No, <laughs> you know, go through. Listen, inventory is 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 money. It is. It's, it's your like asset. to tell you, listen, uh, there's there's a pile here of a hundred thousand dollars. I'm sure you will, and it's in the middle of a warehouse. I'm sure right. you go there, and you're gonna go and and make sure that that thousand a hundred thousand dollars is not just simply going out of there. You know what I mean? Yes. It, it's it's money, and so you should count it, man. You know, and it somehow Absolutely. is is reducing. Why is it going down? In which way is a sale great? You know what I mean? But if not, then what is happening? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that very important key points that you made there. And a lot of, uh, you know, bigger businesses, they do uh, inventory counts uh, by third parties sometimes using third parties to come in and do the inventory counts so that it remains, uh, you know, non-conflicting, you know, have a third party come in and do the inventory at least quarterly. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're very, very small, you can maybe do it, you know, you know, halfway through the year and then end of the year um so at least you have a, a system in place of checking to make sure you know if something is broke like spoiled uh, it's just something is stolen whatever it is it's just bring it so that you it's reported properly on your uh financial statement so uh inventory count really is very helpful and then it may be painful the first time you do it if you're trying to do it yourself but once you have a system in place and you're you're doing it consistently and you have policies and procedures to protect you yeah and you know and then your employees are doing it you enforce those policies on your employees to make sure you're there they're doing it as they're they are expected to then you are handling your your and you're managing your inventory properly yeah Awesome. We are already at 30 minutes. So, uh, Pedro, do you have any uh, last minute comments? I think we covered so much material today on inventory. No, other than uh, June 30th, it's a good time to do tax planning, business planning. Now is a good time. Yeah. And count your inventory. (laughs) And count your inventory. Oh, goodness. All right. Awesome. So as always, I will leave you guys with uh, a quote from the motivational speaker, Jim Ron. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I hope we are two of the people uh, you are spending your time with to learn and grow your business. Until next episode, have a wonderful and blessed week. Take care. Thank you.